Jackson had a 3.8 QBR. Wow, that was pretty good. 40 what? The 40. Caleb so. likes those overs. Well, I, I just I just picked two unders. What? Oregon. Um, because I thought it would be fun, right? We want to see the turnover <laughs> chainsaw. We I want mean, to see why not? The, the the bling and the lights of the Rose Bowl at 8 o'clock. Pack 12 after die. Good teams win, great teams cover. I've always said <laughs> Well... With, with, with 10 games over Miss, Mr. Safe over there Oh, Safe That's a bold like, move Like uh, 12 weeks We'll be unemployed I just want to say That's right in 12, in 12 weeks We'll be uh, We'll be sitting next to The burn, bar, burn barrel out uh, Under the bridge Run the RPO, Chad It's not hard Rutgers is good. They lost yeah. their coach. Okay, they're, they're they're doing so good. Their coach just got fired. <laughs> My notes yeah, on this game did. it says Iowa and Michigan are both awful, <laughs> and their offense is very very bad. We need to come up I, with like an algorithm. Uh, there's nothing to talk about. Okay. <laughs> oh boy. One yeah. six. I think he shanked the extra point. Reaches off his rocker. <laughs> this is the Kick Six Project. It's Nathan, Caleb, and Jake. That's right. This is the Kick Six Podcast. I'm Nathan. With me as always, Caleb and Jake. Say what's up, guys. What's up, guys? Hello. Oh, Jake with a little echo going on. I have echo? Yeah. Reverb. Look at that. You got that hall hall reverb going on in that big old house of yours, Jake. That's, that's oh, no. nice. Hang on. Have you, been em- my... have you been embezzling money from the Kick Six Podcast? I might, yeah. All seven cents. Yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, uh. I'll have to just admit it. I'm washing, washing cash to our business. What is that? That was not me. Because I can hear it too. That was loud. Someone, someone yelling something. It sounded like your kid. No, it's not me. My house. Oh. I'm in the. I'm in the. I'm in the den. I think that's from you, Caleb, because I can hear it too. Oh, maybe. I think it was uh, your dogs. Maybe. <laughs> All right. Do I well, sound better? Yeah, you sound good. It, hey. Um, <laughs> This is. <laughs> was that uh, our intro? Yeah, we got to start over, dude. I'm gonna. Leave oh, we no, we don't leave it. Oh, we're loud. Okay, hey, we're leaving it in here. All oh, right. you can cut it this out. This is our Pack Twelve, uh, or yeah, Pack Twelve, right? Yeah. Is it the Pack Twelve? Pac- I guess Pack Twelve. Uh, they're the only ones that actually has twelve teams. So, this is the Pack Twelve uh, preview show. We're going to be uh, making our over under picks for each team in the Pack Twelve. We'll be bringing you a little info uh, about each team. But uh, you guys ready to go ahead and make some picks? Yep. We got Jake, Jake's banging around over there. It's like it's like there's well, like a hurricane I, going on. Well, I apologize. You guys told me I'm echoing, so I have to move. Hmm. No, you, you look good. Now. <laughs> Thank you. We got Caleb. Caleb got him a shirt back on. Hey, I tried. I tried. Yeah, he shirt. was shirtless at one point. All I right. tried to. All right, you guys, you guys ready? To, you guys ready to dive in? Uh, just Let's a quick, quick announcement. Make sure you check out our Arkansas Razorback preview show. And our um, OU Sooners preview show that came out at the end of last week. And then coming up on Thursday, we have our team draft where we're each going to be drafting a team um, to, to tally up our win totals for the year. We'll be drafting six teams each, so make sure you uh, come in on that. And, uh, yeah, so let, let's let's get it kicked off. Um, all right, where do you guys want to start? You want to start at the top? Wherever you want to do it. Wherever you want to go. All right, cool. Let's do the uh, let's do the Pac-12 North. Let's start there. And uh, the first team on the slate is the Oregon Ducks, and their over/under win total is eight and one half. Quack quack! Wow! <laughs> wow! 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 That was that was awesome, Caleb. 
All right. What do, what do you know about the Ducks? Um, yeah, I did a little research on these guys. Um, as I was looking, I didn't know, but this is only Mario Cristobal's fourth year. It seems like he's been there a lot longer. I don't know why, but it does. Who was the previous head coach? That was uh, they had, um, they had Taggart, Taggart. Taggart for one year. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, their final ranking last year was 29th, and, you know, they only played uh, five, six games last year, and they come in the preseason ranked 12th from ESPN. Their offense was – Pretty decent last year, 413 yards, 31 points per game in their just small season they had. Uh, they got a transfer quarterback, Tyler Sott, transferred from Texas Tech. Or no, he transferred to Texas Tech. My bad. I'm sorry. I can't read my own writing. And then they got a Boston College transfer, Anthony Brown. And uh, he's got to compete with the job. He's He hasn't been named a starter yet with a couple of guys. They got a freshman, Ty Thompson. He's supposed to be pretty dang good. I think he was uh, – this year's, I think he was like ranked fifth in the quarterback, uh, top five quarterback coming in this year. Um, they are loaded with talent at wide out this year. Devin Williams, Jalen Red, Micah Pittman. He, that kid's pretty good. Uh, their O line returned all five stars from his Fiesta Bowl game, so they're going to be pretty big and experienced. And their last year's backs are all back. They're probably the best one two punch in the Pac 12. Um, their defense last year wasn't wasn't killer considering all the talent it had given up 409 yards points 409 yards per game and 28 points per game they returned three linebackers from last year including Noah Sewell he's a stud and then the D-line linebacker hybrid star Kayvon Thibodeau I guess everybody probably knows about him yes, he's he, he's really good uh the D-line though they lost two big men uh, up front, Jordan Scott and Austin Fowley, Foley, Foley, I think is how you say that. But they got a freshman, Jason Jones, who's going to be a starter. He's a beast at 6'6", 310 pounds. Kid's huge. And then the secondary one's going to need to make more plays this year. They uh, they gave up quite a bit. As you can tell, 409 yards, that's quite a bit. And then they got a standout corner, Michael Wright. It's going to lead. He's, he's the man to lead the secondary for them. The, uh, they're going to need it in the secondary. I think that's their biggest weakness on defense. Listen. What's up? The Ducks The Ducks have the best uniforms in college football, and they're going to have the best record in the Pac-12. Oh, yeah. You heard it here first. Um, okay, so I'm thinking, uh, Jake, on eight and a half, you're going over? Yeah. All right. So, so let, me, let me break this down for you. Okay, so – uh, Fresno State, that's a win. They go on the road to Ohio State. I think that's a loss. I think they can clean house all the way through the Pac-10, but or Pac-12. But here, here's where I see hiccups. I'm pretty high on UCLA this year, so they go on the road in Week um, Eight to UCLA, and then they play again um, Utah in the second to last game of the year on the road. Now both of those are teams from the South, uh, so yeah. I'm with Jake. I think they win the North, but uh, they also have to go on the road to Washington. That game's gonna, you know, decide the division. I I think there's two losses here, maybe three. Ohio State, maybe Washington, maybe Utah, and that pushes them out of the Pac-12 championship. But that's still nine wins. That's an over for me. Um, like like Caleb said, Cristobal in a, his fourth year, um, he's got this program in a good spot. If they had a returning quarterback play, I, I would feel more confident with Jake's. Um, assessment but uh because that i think that washington game is a little more of a toss-up 
Um, but uh, I will I will still take the over. Yeah, I think so too. I don't, I'm not sure. I'm gonna take the over as well. I don't I don't see them winning or losing more than three games. I, I'm not sure about this Boston College transfer. I mean, he got beat out by uh, that guy, that kid from Notre Dame Bill who Jacobic. transferred to Boston College. Yeah, Jacovic. So, but I, this freshman Ty Thompson, from what I've read, he's he's a top five recruit. So, top five quarterback recruit, anyways, who went there. So. He might end up winning the job, but I don't know. He won't have any experience. But Or the Pac-12, I think if they have a, a good defense, which it sounds like they're going to have, they're going to be able to stop people. And in the Pac-12, I, I think you score 30 points a game, you have a good chance of winning that game with a good defense. So I'm gonna, I don't see any, any more than three losses. I don't think I see any more than two losses, so. Yeah, I agree. They're going to be over eight and a half, I think. I don't know if something drastic happens. Yeah. What's the next team we're doing? The Washington Huskies and their over-under is also eight and a half. Eight and a half. So this is my team. I've completely duped everybody. Washington Huskies are going to have the best record in the Pac-12. I'm going to tell you why. <laughs> um, <laughs> so Jimmy Lake is uh, their coach. He's in his second year. Um I believe that they were in the Pac-12 championship game last year, uh, but they had to back out because of COVID. Um, they've got a QB battle. Uh, Dylan Morris was their starter last year. Um, he's not really anything special, but he won them games, and he didn't turn the ball over. Um, they bring in their highest-rated recruit in school history, and Sam Heward. Uh, he was a five-star. Um, a lot of their fan base. What position thinks, does he play? He's a quarterback. Okay. A lot of their fan base – thinks that he's going to probably take over and start um, is what it seems. Um, but it's still a battle. So they don't know. Um, they return all five starting offensive linemen. Um, and it is the biggest line in school history with uh, averages of six foot five, 325 pounds. Yes, That's sir. a big boy. They are huge. Um, and then they also return uh, Kate Otten. He's a tight end. He's he be- probably the best blocking tight end in the nation. Um, and Washington, uh, Jimmy Lake really likes to run the ball. Um, so they're going to be a run first team, um, through most of the year. Um, all three receivers that they bring back at least played one game last year. They don't have a lot of experience at receiver, but they do at least have some experience there. Uh, the running back room is super, super deep. Um, it's led by Richard Newton. Uh, he had 11 touchdowns as a freshman in 2019. And then obviously last year they didn't really get to play. So, but he had 11 touchdowns as a freshman, so he's probably going to get a lot of work, um, a lot of work this season. Uh, on defense, they return eight starters. Um, their best pass rusher got hurt; he tore his Achilles. But they still have a really, really deep edge room, um, which is not really typical in college. Um, they get an A&M transfer in Jeremiah Martin, who's been a camp like standout. Uh, I guess he's been dominating in camp. Uh, so that's probably going to be their strongest unit is on the defensive line. Um, their linebackers are back too, and they're both very good, uh, but their secondary is weak. Uh, they don't have really any, um, they don't have any like stud corners and their safeties, I guess, are uh, a big liability. So they need, they need, um, a lot of, a lot of, uh, they need somebody to step up in the secondary, but usually in football, if you have a really good defensive line, that's getting the quarterback, your secondary can be weaker. Um, so hopefully their defense line steps up. 
their over unders eight and a half. I have them hitting the over. Um, it's a pretty tough schedule in the Pac-12. No, the second week. no. Huh? This is the this is the this schedule. Go ahead, but this schedule lines up so good for Washington. Oh no, yeah, this schedule lines up. I'm just saying in the Pac-12, there's just so many teams that are eight and a half wins. That oh, have oh yeah, yeah, a lot of people coming back. It's just going to be really competitive. But yeah, no, Washington's schedule is pretty good. They go at Michigan. Um, I think that's a fifty-fifty game because I don't really we haven't touched on on that conference yet, so I don't know a whole bunch about Michigan this year. Um, but it is at Michigan, I believe. I don't think that's a neutral site game, right? Yes, at Michigan. That's what it yeah. says, yeah. Okay. Um, and then they got Arkansas State. Um, then they have Cal, who's not good. Oregon State's not very good. A lot of people are high in UCLA. I'm not. Um, I think they're going to be okay, but I don't think they're going to be that great. They've got Arizona, Stanford. I think those are wins. Uh, and then they got their big game with Oregon, but they get that at home. And they get Arizona State at home. So they get like their two biggest games at home. Um, and then they go to Colorado and Washington State. So I see at least nine wins on the schedule, if not more, um, which with everything they have returning, um, they should be a really good team. Yeah. So you're going over, Jake? Yeah, I'm going. I, I, I went over on both of my picks, actually. Yeah. Caleb, where are you going? Where are you going? Yeah. What I'm looking at the schedule. I th- I think Oregon's probably going to be a loss just because I I think Oregon it's at home or it, they actually go on the road but I think Oregon's going to come in there and play good so from what I'm reading they they're, they're going to be really good. Uh UCLA's probably going to be a tough game on the uh but that's at home as well. Yeah, so, so they, yeah, they like got all, all their like, tough games are at home. Yeah, which is good. So, for them. so, so here, here's my notes. Okay, I don't know. I see one. I think Michigan's probably. I don't know. Michigan upsets people every year that they want to be good. They're never good because Jim Harbaugh sucks. But um, it, <laughs> that's besides the point. But uh, I don't know. I yeah, I, I see. I see two maybe losses on this, and so I gotta go with the over. Yeah. Okay. So, so here's where I'm at. They uh from from the uh, south. They get uh, no Utah and no USC. Uh, they get Oregon, UCLA, Arizona State all at home. They get Washington State at home. Now, Washington State hasn't been able to compete with them uh, recently, but that game is still at home. Um, they're, they're, the road games are Oregon State, Arizona, Stanford. Um, you know, in the, in the Pac-12, uh, Arizona's horrible. Stanford's really far down. Now, they do have to make a, a trip to Colorado, uh, who was decent last year, but I think they're going to be way down. Uh, the quarterback situation at Colorado is not good. Um, like like I said, I see one game that's 50-50, uh, which is that Michigan game. I see the Oregon game that's probably like a 30%. I would give you know Oregon probably a 70% chance to win. And other than that, all those games are winnable. I think this team probably ends up 9-3. and three. I think Oregon's probably 9-3 and three or 10-2. and two. I think the difference in the two games is, is whoever wins that Oregon at, at uh, Washington um, yeah. game. And uh, it may be, you know, if we end up with freshman quarterbacks at both of these schools, uh, that's going to change things a little bit. But uh, I, I think this is one of the, the nicest setup schedules you, you could possibly have. Minus yeah. that, that Michigan Yeah, it is. Game. Especially with everything they have coming back. I mean, this is a perfect year for them. So. Exactly. Exactly. I don't think they make any noise in the college football playoff landscape, but I definitely think no. as far as the pack goes, uh, it's a good schedule for them. Where are we going next? Hey, we got we got two teams and six over so far. Mm. Yeah, good. Yeah. All right, let's let's keep the keep the bus rolling and let's go to uh, Cal, which is over under is five and a half games. 
Um, Cal opens the season with Nevada, TCU on the road, uh, Portland State, and then they go to Washington in week four. Washington State, Oregon's on the road, Colorado's at home, Oregon State's at home, Arizona's on the road, um, SC, they get SC at home, Stanford on the road, and then they finish out with UCLA um, on the road. Now, this is a little bit tougher schedule. Yes. Yeah. Um, what's, what did you say their games were? Their, or their uh, over-under, I mean? Five and a half. What was there? It's five and a half? Is that the, what is that, the second? Is that is that the second highest besides eight and a half? Uh, yes. I'm trying to find it. Yes. So they got that. And the other side's almost the exact same, too. Well, uh, yeah, yeah. The other the other one's the same way, eight and a half, and then it kind of drops off from there. But yeah, uh, Cal, Cal is at five and a half. Um, this is this is a tough schedule. I mean, t- Cal's defenses look pretty good the last couple of years. They they've slipped, they've snuck up on some teams. Um, you know, so I guess the the question is if they're if they're going bowling. Um, I see losses at Washington, Oregon. Um, I see losses at South uh, Southern Cal, uh, UCLA. That's four. Um, but that gets us to eight and four. I think the other games are, you know, you got some 50, 50 games. I think TCU is going to be, um, a tough team for them. Um, I'm not as impressed with Washington state this year. I usually follow them pretty close. Um, but, uh, I don't know what you're going to get out of, uh, um, Colorado and, um, Oregon state. So to me, this seems like an easy over. Yeah, I think yeah. this is an over. Cal's got a really good defense, and they always have a good defense. It's always their offensive struggles. But um, I know that they return a lot on defense just because I follow the NFL draft pretty heavy. So I know that they return a pretty good amount on their defense. So I'm just, based off their defense, I'm going to go over, I think. That that TCU-Cal game, it may be boring. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I think it will be. I don't yeah. know how Cal's not better. Like, how are they not? You're California. Like, how are you not a top ten team? Well, they're they're in Berkeley, so they're like northern. Because yeah, they got well, they got SC to compete with, and UCLA Oregon, to compete Oregon, with, Washington. They got That's Stanford no to compete with recruits. That's no excuse. No excuse. So Florida does it. So you two are going over. Yeah, I'm going over. Yeah, over. Okay. I see wins home or yeah, home against Nevada. I think that TCU on the road is going to be really tough and and sleepy. Whatever that team is next, uh I see a win at home for them. Home win against Washington State. I think Colorado's down, Oregon State's down. So that's four so far. And out of the rest of the games, I think they can pick up two more. I don't see Stanford being that good. Um, so that's five. Did I say Oregon or Arizona? I think that's six. So, yeah, I'm going to take the over as well. All right. Oh, dang, we got nine over so far. Pac-12, man, we're high on the Pac-12. Just just when we thought it, we, we could. Well, it's, this is our... it's because the back end of the lower teams in the Pac-12 are so bad. That the yeah. top three teams just run over them. Yeah, there, there's kind of a um, it, it's a it's a upside down uh, pyramid here. You got yeah. you got a bunch of eight and a half win teams, and then you've got a bunch of lower rank, you know, under under five hundred teams. <laughs> That's what's crazy. We get to the third team in the division, and they're under five hundred. Um, all right, so let's let's go to the next one. This is uh, 
the Wazoo, the Cougs, my Cougs, baby. Cougs. Um, and uh, I did a little research on uh, on the Cougs. Now, the Cougs um, had an interesting year last year. Um, they were affected by COVID uh, more than a lot of other teams last year. Uh, there was there was games where they were running out basically the towel manager um, because of uh, of COVID protocol. Now that doesn't get much better in this off season. Uh, their their coach uh, Rolovich uh, he took over when Mike Leach went to Mississippi State. Um, he has not been vaccinated, and based on the NCAA's uh, requirements and the school's requirements, there's quite a bit of stuff that he cannot do. Um, so. That will be interesting to see how that plays out. Also, the returning quarterback, uh, he got a, D, a DWI uh, about a month a month before camp. So, uh, so that that's kind of up in the air. But the good news is, I know Jake will be happy to hear this that they got to transfer a young man uh, by the name of Garrett Garantano <laughs> transferred from, uh, oh. from from Tennessee. Uh, so he'll be battling for the job. But I, I think under. Um, <laughs> the, the, uh, honestly the the word around campus they want the guy with the dwi to uh to get back in there that's not good uh, how humiliating is that you get to campus like yeah you know what the dude who just got in a, and it, he got pulled over for being drunk i think we i think we're gonna go with him <laughs> um, you all, all the way to washington from tennessee yeah just well, get beat out by the guy who got drunk <laughs> i know you just drove three thousand miles but yeah. uh you, you go stand over there yeah <laughs> I know you went from <laughs> the the starting quarterback's like, hey uh, Garrett, can you hold my beer real quick? I'm gonna go run. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's like looking around. He's like, is that guy drunk? <laughs> oh, dude. Uh, so yeah, it, it's an interesting scenario. Um, Washington State, as you know, kind of has run the air raid lately. Um, they do have Max Borgie coming back. He's one of the better. Uh, running backs he, he's really like a Christian McCaffrey type guy if you watch yep. him he looks a lot like him he, he is he is a deadly weapon um so hopefully that they'll they'll build the offense around him but I think uh the kid behind him is really good too uh yeah uh, they have they have I a, can't remember his name they have a really good running back room but surprisingly um they've got lots of questions at wide receiver they've lost a lot of guys to the uh the NFL a couple of them played last night um but um Calvin Jackson He's kind of their their one lock uh, on the outside right now, as far as receiver, and they usually run eight to nine guys a game because it's such a pass fast paced offense. Um, so it's going to require uh, them to answer some questions in camp quite a bit. Um, another problem is if you've seen Washington State's defense since uh, uh, Grinch left, uh, there's lots Not of good. yeah, there's lots of questions on the defense. Uh, Brennan Jackson, uh, he's a defensive lineman. He's a he's an edge rusher kind of guy, and apparently he showed up to camp. And he is just a complete animal. I was um, gonna say he's also drunk. But. No, yeah, so I thought he was about to say. <laughs> no. So, so, so keep keep an eye on uh, on Brennan Brennan Jackson. Um, he is uh, Brennan Jackson and Calvin Jackson, and then of course Max Borgie. Keep a name. Keep an eye on those two names. Uh, they're gonna be um, on both sides of the ball. They're gonna be. Um, ones that Washington State's really looking for. They have a tough schedule. They do, they do. And I was just, I was just looking at that. Um the, the over under for Wazoo is is another five and a half. Um I'm going under on this. They one. go to um I think they, they pick up wins at Utah State, Portland State. Um I think they could probably drop three in a row at at, at SC, yeah. Utah, Cal. I think they beat the Beavs. I think they beat uh Stanford uh, BYU, I think, is a coin flip. They've got lots of questions at BYU, but I still think that's a coin flip. And then I think Arizona State, Oregon, and Washington are losses uh, with the only win there on the last half of the schedule. 
uh, being Arizona the second to last week of the year. And if you look at their schedule, they play one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine games before the bye. So they they play they get a bye in week zero, but then they play nine straight weeks. And a team that has lots of questions, lots of new guys that haven't played, uh, you know, coming into new roles. That's a that's a big question mark to try to, you know, get through those nine games. So hey, we got some some dogs on the pod. Sorry about that. Uh, kick six mascot. I see at least five guaranteed losses. Um, I think there's two games that are toss ups here. Um. I think I've got to go under, but I think this yeah. is a five and seven team. Uh, yeah, I, I really I think they get the five, thing. but uh, with that many questions and and Garrett, <laughs> Jarrett Garantano is your uh, your maybe go to. <laughs> that, that's yeah. not a that's not a good scenario. No, no, it's not. And and he might he might light it up. Honestly, you never know. Yeah, no, he won't. I I, I promise you, he's I not don't light anything up. <laughs> I don't know that this Washington State team will have a win on the road. Oh, yeah, the road schedule I mean, is brutal. It yeah. is. It's tough. That's a tough, tough road they schedule. Get the only game are. that could have been worse is if they had got SC instead of Cal on the road. But yeah. still, Cal's yeah. kind of hard. To, it's kind of hard to play at Berkeley. Where are you going, Caleb? Um, I'm not sure about that BYU team. How good they're going to be? I know they're losing everybody. Not good. So I'm gonna give them a win there. I'm gonna give them a win at Stan. Uh, home, yeah, home against Stanford. Home against Oregon State. I don't know Oregon State. Uh, I don't know much about them. I don't think they win a road game. With that being said, that's one, two, three, four, five games for sure that they're gonna lose. And it what was it five and a half? And I don't, I don't know if I see six wins here. Um, I don't know. Kids um, are like it's like a life or death situation. <laughs> <laughs> Give me the over. They're gonna win six games. Oh, there you go. Oof! I had to go under on my my Cougs, man. That's my West Coast team, and and uh, I'm telling you, dude, they're not um they're not super excited to see what happens this year. Guaranteed, Tino is gonna. We'll light it up. Hey, but uh, a moment to 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 break the silence here. So there was apparently a coach at Wazoo whose mom was murdered uh, when he was like in middle school, and forty years later, over this last summer, they finally uh, found her body. So uh, that, oh, wow. that was one thing I listened to. But that was pretty crazy. He was a coach there uh, for a while, um, and uh, she was missing for forty years, and they finally found her. So. Thought that, little was, nugget thought, thought that was there. an interesting little nugget. Jake, where are you going on the Cougs? Under? Yeah, I went under. Okay. All right. Let's 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 roll on past the Cougs and let's go on to the Beebs. Uh Oregon State Beavers. Their over under is set at four and a half. Uh Jake, you go first on this. Um, I'm gonna go under. Oh um, wow. Yeah. Uh looking at their schedule, they open at Purdue. Um, which I know Purdue's not great, but Opening on the road against a team like that's never good. Jeff, Jeff Rom needs to win that game too. Do what? Uh, Jeff Rom needs that. If you look at if you look at Purdue's schedule, that was one thing I looked oh, at. Yeah, yeah. They need that win. That, and that's that's going to be a game that they're definitely. I feel like Purdue is going to be up for that game more than Oregon State. So I think they lose to Purdue. Then they get Hawaii, um, who 
Hawaii's not great either, but um, they're usually okay. So that's still not 100% a win, um, but I'm going to give it to them. And then I think they beat Idaho. So they have two wins right there. And then they go to USC. That's a loss. Uh, Washington goes to them. That's a loss. They go to Washington State. Maybe they win that. Then they get Utah at Cal, at Colorado, Stanford, Arizona State, and then at Oregon. So I see at most four wins at most. Um, I know uh, Oregon State lost Jamar Jefferson to the draft. He was their stud running back. Um, and then that's about all I know um, about Oregon State. I know uh, – We got the turnover Jefferson. chainsaw. Oh, yes, and they have the turnover chainsaw. That's correct. I do remember that. I do remember that from them. Um, but, yeah, I'm going to go um, off the little that I know and looking at the schedule and what I know about these other teams. Um, I'm going to go under. All right. Caleb, what are you thinking? Um, give me one second here. I'm pulling up their schedule. For some reason, I had it and now it's gone. I'm trying to okay. figure out how to go over on this team is what I'm trying to do right now. The Beavs? The at Purdue is going to be a tough game. At home against Hawaii, then they got the Vandals, Idaho. They're not probably they're probably not very good. I see the SC, SC being a loss. Washington on the road is – or Washington at home is probably a loss. Washington seems to be probably pretty, pretty good. Uh, Washington State, probably a toss-up. That's a, that's a way. They could um, lose Utah, nine games in a row. One, two, yeah. Um, they could lose every game after Idaho. They'll probably oh, – that's Colorado. Man, I don't know. I don't know how many games they're going to win. They're probably going to win the Stanford game at home, maybe. The Hawaii game. Stanford's pretty bad. So. I don't know. Hawaii can be pretty dang good in years past. They always go to their bowl games and win them. So. They're in tough schedule for sure. I think Idaho is probably. That's probably not a tough place to play in Idaho. I mean, at least it's not in December in Idaho. So that's good for them. But. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I think it's going to be have to be an under. All right. So we got. We got. Uh... We all went over, and then uh, we had one uh, difference on the uh, on wa- on Wazoo. Uh, Caleb went over on Wazoo. Is that right, Caleb? Yeah, okay. I'm taking the. All right. Uh, so this uh, this brings us to our last team in the north, and then we'll take us a little break, and then we'll uh, we'll we'll check into the south. Um, this is the uh, Stanford Cardinal over under is also set at four and a half. I will go first, and then I will be quiet. Uh, there's not enough games on the schedule, and there's not enough wins uh, based on what everyone else in the conference has um, that I've picked so far. I'm going under on the Cardinal. I will be quiet. Yeah, I'm going. I have nothing. I there's nothing to say. They're under. Their schedule is ridiculously tough too. Um, I'll, I'll read the schedule. They go to they open at K State. That's a loss. And then the next week they go to USC. That's a loss. And then the next week they go to Vandy which should be a win, but Vandy now has um, Clark Lee. Yep. Clark Lee is their coach. So they're actually probably going to be considerably better than normal. Um, They're not going to be great. They're at least going to be up for this game because they know that's a game against another academic school uh, that they're really going to want to win for that, for their new coach. Yeah. And I, so I, I I view that as a toss up game. Uh, Then they get UCLA. I think that's a loss. Then they get Oregon. I think that's a loss. They go to Arizona state. That's a loss. They go to Washington State. That's 50-50. So you have two 50-50 games. 
Washington loss, Utah loss at Oregon State, probably a loss, uh, Cal and the Notre Dame. I, I mean, I don't even see, I see maybe three 50 50s, and that's Oregon State, Vandy, and Washington State. Yeah, I, honestly, I think two of my most confident picks uh, in all the pick totals that we've done so far is Stanford under and probably uh, Washington and Oregon over. See, mine, yeah. mine are, mine's definitely Stanford under and then uh, Clemson over because Clemson's schedule is ridiculous. You don't think, yeah, yeah. Clemson, Clemson can still lose one game and it still goes over. Yeah, yeah, that's why I think that's an easy pick. All right, Caleb, where are you at on the Cardinal? Yeah, I see them being Owen. A million. 0-6 before they're by. Yeah, that's not good. That's wrong. Which is not good. Maybe one and six if they get the Vandy. They, yeah, if they beat Vandy. Um, dude, I don't know. Yeah, I, I see one, maybe one win on this schedule. So I'm going to go under. Yep. All right, cool. Alrighty. All right, well, hey, uh, we, we've got a lot of unity in the uh, the Pac-12 North, but we'll see if this stays the same when we, uh, when we come back from a break on the Pac-12 South. This episode of the Kick 6 Podcast is brought to you by the Logan Terry Farmers Insurance Agency. Logan specializes in auto, home, and life insurance for your personal and business needs. Do what we did at the Kick 6 Podcast and call Logan today. His number is 479-616-9108. Logan knows a thing or two because he's seen a thing or two. All right, we are back. Let's dive in, gentlemen, to the Pac-12 South. We'll start uh, with the Arizona State Sun Devils. Uh, who had a little bit of interesting off season, but uh, their over under is set at eight and a half. Jake, where are you going? Uh, so the South um, is a little more stacked than the uh, than the North. Um, they have a lot. They, I think it's more uh, more balanced throughout their uh, throughout their uh, little conference. Um, I get Arizona State. That's Herm Edwards. Um, he's done a really good job. Um, turning the, the, the program into, into what it is now. Um, their QB is Jaden Daniels. He was a five-star. Um, he's, he's the third year starting, um, so he should have a very, very good year um, as long as he stays healthy. Uh, they returned every pass catcher from last season, um, and they get a Utah transfer in Brian Thompson. Uh, so the receiving core is going to be deep. They get a good – they have a very good quarterback. Um, four of their five starting alignment are back, and they have three three running backs um, that all should uh, see playing time this year. So, of course, and then, of course, you get Jaden Daniels, who can also run. Um, the top running back is going to be Rashad White. Um, but as far as their offense goes, I don't think there's any worries um, there um, as long as Jaden Daniels stays healthy or they don't get hit by some kind of, uh, you know, COVID, COVID uh, run or anything like that. Um, Their defense, um, they've got a really, really good D-line. It's led by Tyler Johnson, who had five sacks through four games last year. Um, So he should be extremely productive this year. Um, The defense was the leader in scoring defense uh, in the Pac-12. They did give up a lot of yards, um, but uh, they returned four starters in their secondary. So – they should be a really, really solid team. Unfortunately for them, they're in the South and they have to compete with USC and Utah. Um, what's that sound? Sorry. <laughs> That's good. Dog had to scratch. That's good. Uh, so they, um, <laughs> um, 
they have four returning starters in their secondary. Like I said, two of them are actually uh, all Pac-12 selections, um, and they have two really, really good linebackers. Um, so, I mean, this team should be extremely good. I have them going over eight and a half. Um, like I said, they unfortunately have to compete with USC and Utah um, for their uh, for their uh, to win their uh, to, to win their side. Uh, but I do think Arizona State's going to be extremely good. Uh, Jake, I, I can I can agree with you. I'm looking at their schedule. Um, it, it it lines up okay. They miss Oregon out of the North. Um, I really think that they could probably have a six and zero start, and they're probably going to be looking at you know like a top five team going into uh, week seven um, at Utah. And I think that's you know that's a that's a huge game. Uh, they finish out the year. They got SC. Now they do have to play Washington. Um, I think the two toughest teams um, that's going to challenge them is UCLA. Um, even though I'm giving them the win for that, I think that's going to be a tough team. But like you said, they've got a really good secondary. Um, so that really takes care of a lot of the issue with, um, you know, those running gun teams in SC and UCLA. I think this is probably a nine-win team. Um, so that reason alone, I've got to go the over eight-and-a-half Um but uh, like you said, they've got all the pieces that they need um, when it comes to, um, you know, the returning talent that they need to uh, to be a 9 or 10 win team. So give me the over. Yeah, I think uh, SC is probably the only for sure loss I see on their schedule since, I mean, it is at home, but I think SC is going to be good this year. So I think Utah on the road is probably going to be a 50-50 game, maybe a little bit more like a 70-30 to Utah since it's away. But I'm giving that one a maybe, so I'm going to go over as well. All right. All right. I'm going to have to start uh, – I'm about to start changes of picks at the end of this just so I can, uh, you know, pick up pick up some advantages on you guys. Um, what is our next team? The next team is the SC Trojans, and they are also Ooh. at eight and a half, which I, I think this is low, all right? So um, I did a, quite a bit of research on SC, uh, which I usually follow them pretty good just because they are a, an opponent of uh, of uh, Notre Dame's. But uh, they were 5-1 and one last season, made it to the Pac-12 championship. Um, they had that. They were going to play Washington, then Oregon played, and Oregon ended up beating them. Uh, the good news for them is they have 16 starters returning. And they also got a little bit more experience. They got they got twelve transfers um, through the transfer portal, you know. So that's right. There's twenty uh, twenty eight players uh, with quite a bit of experience. They do get the number one overall prospect from the twenty twenty one class. He's a receiver, Corey Foreman. Uh, he's probably a a day one ready to ready to go kind of player. Um, and then one quick nugget. Since I've been giving a little nuggets on these team, Sierra Wright is a four-star cornerback from California. He uh, he played LeBron James's son in the Space Jam movie. Uh, so his name is what, Bronny, right? Is that his name? Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. so he played him in the Space Jam movie, so he had to miss all the summer workouts, uh, most of them because he was kind of doing his uh, um, red carpet tour um, <laughs> for that. So I thought that was pretty cool. Uh, Slobus is back uh, with some competition behind him, a couple guys battling out for uh, the number two quarterback spot. Um I think that's good news that they've got some guys behind us because Slovis and uh, USC quarterbacks in the last recent years haven't made it a full season. Uh, if you think back to Sam Darnold and even before, 
those guys have been uh, getting injured. A lot of that is because there's been lots of questions on the O-line. Uh, they bring in a new O-line coach, Clay McGuire. Um, he's from the Mike Leach coaching tree, uh, so he really knows Graham Harrell's system. He knows what the O-line needs to do in that uh, air raid offense. Um, talking about transfers, uh, they had a running back. You guys probably know the name, uh, Keontae Ingram. Uh, he's from Texas. Uh, he's a transfer, and he should be pretty good. He's going to be uh, splitting um, time with a Hawaiian kid. His name's uh, Melapei. Uh, I think that's right. Uh, he's probably the best back, uh, but he's also had some issues staying healthy. Uh, wide, wide receiver Drake London, he's the guy. Uh, after they lost uh, Amon Ross St. Brown and Tyler Vaughns to the NFL last year. Uh, but Drake London, he's 6'5", 200. He's a big body outside. And they also got... Uh, Tage Washington from Memphis, and he was a freshman All-American last year at Memphis, and uh, he's uh, he's going to be looking to help uh, Drake London um, on the outside along with uh, Corey Foreman. Um, on the defensive side of the ball, this is Todd Orlando's second year as D.C. That's a name we've all heard. Um, with not a lot of time last year to uh, to get his system in place, he's looking to uh, really, uh, really pick up that defense uh, from last year. The problem with this team is, like of the O-line, the D-line uh, depth is an issue. Uh, Drake Jackson is one of the best edge rushers in the Pac-12. Uh, I think Caleb mentioned uh, Kayvon Thibodeau. Uh, nope. But uh, Drake Jackson uh, is uh, one that's going to be nipping at his heels um, here for USC. But lots of questions uh, at the receiver position as far as who's going to be the go-to uh, guy, once you get past Drake London, a lot of new names over there. And then the defensive line, uh, I think, is the, the big problem as well. So USC, I think they'll be a really good team. But uh, when you're looking at a college football playoff run, you can't do that without a solid um, O-line and D-line. So I think that's gonna, the thing going to be the thing that holds them back. Um, I have the over on this, game, on this team. Um, I see losses, uh, Notre Dame. I think they'll probably lose one of um, Utah or even UCLA. Um, but um, and then also maybe Arizona State. But I think they, I think they could. They're going to get some of those games. They're not going to lose all four of those. So I think that the, the big games, Notre Dame on the road, uh, they get Utah at home. Uh, they've got to go to Arizona State, but they get UCLA at home. So I think they'll probably drop maybe two of those, but I still think they're getting. Uh, to nine wins pretty easy. Yeah, I agree. I don't think they're going to win 10. Um, so I'm going over as well. Yep, I think they're going to win nine to 10 games. And I think the schedule's pretty easy for them. They're going to be 5-0 and going into that Utah game. I think they get Utah at home. I, I think they get them. They're probably going to be favored by a touchdown or more. Um, Notre Dame on the road is going to be tough. It's probably a loss. It's going to be a good game this year. The last few years, that game's pretty been pretty lopsided to Notre Dame, so I think that's going to be a loss there as well. Notre Dame's probably going to be better than we think. Uh, Arizona's a win. UCLA's probably a win at home. BYU's going to be bad. Um, that's a win. Yeah, the, the Cal and the Arizona State away games might be where they could uh, – stumble but I, I still that's only two more games so they get to nine I think that's a I think it's an over all right all right we're we're all in agreement there 
Uh, I want to go last on Utah because I think I got a, an interesting take. But Utah is the next team. They are also set at eight and a half. Um, who wants to go first on the Utes? Um, I'm. I did a little bit of research on these guys, so I guess I'll go first. Kyle Whittingham. He's uh, in his seventeenth year. I didn't realize he'd been there that long. That's that's a long time with the program. Um, their final ranking last year was twenty seventh, and then they have a preseason just preseason ranking just outside of the coaches the coaches poll top twenty five. It's sitting at twenty sixth. Um, last year's QB Jake Bentley transferred to South Alabama, but the Utes they landed uh, Charlie Burr from Baylor. You guys probably know that name. Uh, yes. They. Uh, like uh, Jake was saying about Arizona State, they they got they transferred out Brian Thompson to Arizona State, but they picked up a OU UCLA playmaker Theo Howard. He put up good numbers last year or the last two years, 132 catches and over 1,500 yards at those two schools. So he's he's got some experience in playing big games, especially at OU where they they throw the ball and catch the ball and score points. So uh, all five starters are on are back on the O line and they're a big. Utah O-line like they've always been. Um, a big story that this offseason was uh, the tragic death of their leading rusher, Ty Jordan. I'm not going to go into that because it's just a sad story, but uh, he was a leading rusher for them last year in the Pac-12 freshman of the year, so that's going to hurt them. I'm sure that's probably going to put a little bit of mustard in their on their, on their bread to uh, play good for him this year. And then uh, and they got a transfer from Oklahoma, T.J. Pledger, He's got some big shoes to fill after that tragic story, but he's a he's he can run. He's a big kid. So uh, their defense was hasn't been great the last couple seasons, giving up more than twenty one points in their last seven games that they played. Uh, but yeah, and their secondary gave up more than two hundred yards per game last year, so that's going to have to improve. Uh, their linebackers should be good. This year with Devin Lloyd and Nephi Stool leading the charge, and the D line is huge. Three hundred twenty-three pound uh, Vane Moala, I think that's how you spell his name, is a beast. He's a big kid, Vane. and then Mike <laughs> Mike Tofu and Max. His name is some, to- more, some more hard <laughs> Tofu. I- <laughs> Hey, Foul, I don't know how to say hey. Tofu. I don't know how you say it. Hey, hey, Jay. And Max is Tofu Pal. We're going to have a new segment. Caleb reads last names. <laughs> this, these are tough. I, w- I want you to read every name on USC's defense. <laughs> Mike Tofu and Max Taipei. Or Tupay. Tupay. <laughs> I sent you all my notes. You tell me what those are. Uh, I bet you can't awesome. pronounce them better. No, but that, they're, that's they're, great. They're big kids on the end, and their their D line is going to be just probably just as big as their O line. It's going to be fun to watch them play this year. So that's what I got. Look at the schedule for uh, Utah. They got whatever that is. BYU is going to be bad. San Diego State's probably not good. Washington State sucks. SC is going to be tough on the road. It's probably a loss. It's probably the only one. That's probably the only loss I see. Maybe they get Oregon at home, so that's nice. I think that's going to be – they're probably not going to be favored in that game, but I only see two losses on this schedule, possibly two losses on the schedule, so I'm going to go over. Wow. All right, I'm going to go under. Dang it, Jake. Under, under eight and a half. Um, I think they lose to USC. Um, 
Or I'll tell you their wins. That's easier. They beat Weber State, BYU, San Diego State, and Washington State. I think they start 4-0. Lose to USC. I think they lose to Arizona State. I think they beat Oregon State. That's five. I think they lose to UCLA. Yes, sir. I think they beat Stanford. That's six. They beat Arizona. That's seven. And they beat Colorado. That's eight. Yep. Yep. That, that, that was my hot take, Jake. Thank you for taking that from me. Did, really? Yeah. Yep. That's it, man. That That's exactly what I, I was going to say. I think they're going to be the team that goes under. Yep. Well, one of these teams, one of the teams got to go under. Now, I don't like, like Caleb said, you're, when your head coach has been there 17 years, right? And, and like, like, I think, I think to quote the, the, the great Caleb and say, put the mustard on the bread. I think, you're, you know, a team that's fired up like that. Um, I, I hate to pick against them, but, but uh, honestly, one of these teams got to go under. And I think I'm high on UCLA. Um, I think Chip Kelly is going to have that team ready to go. And I think that's the game that makes a difference. Eight and four is a, trash. Eight and four is a good year, um, no doubt about it. But uh, I really think that uh, this one this one goes under. So I was hoping I'd be the only one. No, I'm going under. All but right. yeah, like I said, they're going to put the mustard on UCLA's bread, there so I don't go. have to <laughs> worry about it. <laughs> Alrighty. Uh, nor- nor- what did I say? Northwestern will do, uh, something to, to Duke. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> <All> <laughs> he right. did say something. I know. It, it if was, you want to know what that is, you go back and listen to the, that's right. the ACC preview. Yeah. All right. Well, hey, we'll, let's move right along. We got three more. Um, two, my UCLA Bruins, Chip Kelly-led team. Their over-under is at six and a half. Um, as I said, I'm pretty high on UCLA. Um, I think Chip Kelly's got that team going in the right direction. I think the offense is going to be pretty dynamic. Um, I think the defense is going to be improved. We saw some games last year that were really, really close. It looked like they were going to be wins, um, and it just kind of slipped away from them. But uh, to me, I think this is a team with the over-under only set at 6.5. I think this is a 7- or 8-win team. I think they get Hawaii. That LSU game um, is going to be interesting. Uh, it's at home. LSU, as we know, Jake, has their issues um, then they get the bye, and they play Fresno, uh, Stanford. I think those are wins. I think they're three and one going into that uh, that home game at Arizona State. They get Arizona State at home, um, which I really think that's a loss. I think Arizona's a win. I think Washington, Oregon, and Utah are probably losses. And then I think they get they get Colorado, Cal, Arizona, Stanford, Fresno, and Hawaii. That gets them to to six games. Oh man. Like I said, you, I'll tell you mine right now. Six and six, making under, it tough all day long. Written it down. That's what See, you. See, I've for got me seven on UCLA. Game over. I think they beat. Where's your they seventh? Hawaii, Where's your seventh? Okay. Hawaii, LSU, Fresno State. Oh, they're gonna beat LSU. You beat LSU. Yeah. Okay. I don't think LSU's gonna be that good. They have to go to UCLA. One, two, three, four. That's four. I think they beat Arizona. That's five. I think they beat Colorado. That's six. And I think they beat Cal. Mm. Okay. Okay. But I could mm. I could see them upsetting one of Oregon, Washington, yeah. or Arizona State and lose to LSU and still get to seven. Yeah, I could see but, that. I just don't think LSU has quarterback issues. I just I, they I mean, they got all kinds of problems. At LSU. The only yeah, thing they don't have is a lack of talent. Yeah, and it's going to be at UCLA. It's only the second week of the year, so everybody's going to be healthy. I think they could definitely beat LSU. Do Do we know anything about UCLA's quarterback? Dorian. Oh, it's DTR? Thompson. It's DTR? Yeah. Okay, oh, yeah. all day, over. Yeah, yeah, that's what uh, I'm going I, didn't, I couldn't no. remember if he was back. I am trying to find, I was trying to find it right here. Chip Kelly is a great coach. He doesn't 
he Trash. has lived up to his brother Brian. Trash. Um, and Notre Dame. Oh my god! But, but Chip is a good <laughs> brother <coach>. Brian. <laughs> um, father and father see, Brian. I, father Brian over at Notre Dame. Um, but no, I, I do see seven. I do see a potential for seven. Um, I also could see like Caleb's at six. Um, but I'm going to go with the over, um, just because I want to. So I'm going over. Because I like Nate, that's why I'm going over. I like Nate. Okay, uh, dude, I'm I'm there with you. I'm on the I'm on the over, as well. Um, I believe that uh, they they make a little bit of a step up, even if it's seven and five, and get me the over, get to a bowl game. Um, I think US uh, UCLA is making some some inroads, and I take this down as a hot take, but I think with the problems that uh, Arizona State's having. I think there's a little bit of a shift in the next couple of years between them and Arizona State, where Arizona State's kind of in the top of the Pac-12 South. Um, I could see them taking a step back. You know, they've already got coaches that are suspended and all kinds of stuff, and I could see UCLA kind of ticking their way up. Um, but, um, yeah. Okay, next on the list is the Buffs of Colorado. They're over-under. is set at four and a half. Um, who wants to go first on the Buffs? Under. Under. I'm just going to say it. I'll, I'll give you their wins right now. Northern Colorado. They got a tough schedule. Yes, they do. Oh, Northern boy. Colorado. Um, Arizona. Uh, Oregon State. May, no, I don't know. I, I might have the beeves on that one. No, I, I'm not. I'm just giving out potential wins. And that's it. I don't uh, even see four potential wins. Maybe Cal, but that's at Cal, so probably not. They're going to beat Northern Colorado. They're probably going to beat A&M. They're probably going to beat Michigan. No, just kidding. <laughs> you have them undefeated? Or Minnesota. That's not Minnesota. That's Minnesota. Oh, no, they're going to win probably two games. I'm going to go under. Yeah, I'm going under. Next team. Wow, you guys are not high on the buffs. They got no. a tough schedule. And they lost Rondell Moore last year, Yeah, I think. Yes. Or did he play at Purdue? No, that's Bell. Oh, that is, yeah, yep, 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 yeah, under. All right, yeah, There's okay. no potential. No, I, I, no potential for over. I agree. All right, and the last on the list, and this one is going to be interesting, uh, the Arizona Wildcats, the, the hey. fighting Kevin Sumlins. Kevin hey, Sumlins sucks, huh? He's gone, think. dude. He's gone. Gooder. Uh, oh, he is? Yeah, he, he yeah, got fired. Yeah, he got fired. Uh, two and a half so wins. So coach just got fired. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you got to give me quote credits on that. Uh, two, two and a half is the schedule now. As I think back of of so far in the in the in the Pac-12 show, we're fifty four minutes in, and I don't think one of us said, "Oh, they play Arizona. That's a loss." <laughs> oh, Arizona, that's no. a win. No, I don't think we <laughs> have. We, we no, we haven't. Uh, Dude, they're not going to win a single game after their bye. I think they're going over. What? Yeah. Okay. Well, they're going to beat see. Northern Arizona. No, we're there. We're okay. They're going to beat BYU. No. Yeah, BYU is not. I'm telling you, dude. BYU is going to be bad. I, I know, but I think the BYU it's it's on a neutral field. I think that's a toss up. Oh, I think it is a toss up. But I'm giving them the win. Uh, see, I don't know much about San Diego State. San Diego State is going to be good. Are they? Yeah. Um. Yeah, they're going to be solid. They got Colorado. I just don't think Colorado is going to be good. I think that's a toss up. I think um, Cal is going to be a toss up just because Cal doesn't have a good offense. Um, and then Washington State, I think, is a toss up. I mean, I think there's winnable games and two and a half is low. I mean, I know Arizona's not good, but I mean, come on. Two and a half. Okay. Well, what's, that's like what's, Kansas what's numbers. What's the third win? <laughs> I'm going to go 
I'm going for sure BYU, Northern Arizona for me. And then I think they could beat San Diego State. I think they could beat Colorado. They could beat Cal. They could beat Washington State. Who's the new So you think there? it could be an over in the first three weeks? I think it could. I don't think they're going to win. I mean, I think three is their top. I think three is the most they can win. And I think if they're going to do it, they could do it in the first three weeks and then lose every game after that. Yeah, they have to go three and zero to start the season, and they're not going to win a game after that. But even even if they don't, even if they lose to San Diego State, I mean, I think they could beat Washington State. I don't think Washington State's going to be that good. And Cal, like I said, I don't think. I mean, Cal has a really good defense, but hey, their offense is terrible. Hey, two words for you, Jake. And Colorado's not good. Two words for you, okay. Jarrett Garantano. Yeah, that is true. That is true. That that's a good point. That's a good point. <laughs> so you're going over. Yeah, I'm going to go over. Why not? Oh, I mean, that, I'm gonna go. that's a good spot that's to, to take a chance. I get you. I got you. You know, that's a, that's a good spot to take a t- chance. I like that. Uh, Caleb, you said, what are you doing here? Um, you said Northwestern is going to blow the doors off of Duke. That, that was it. Northwestern is going to blow Sorry. the doors off of Duke. Pat, I just thought I'd bring that in there. By so, Pat Fitzgerald. Bringing that up, I wanted to uh, pull that back in. San Diego State is going to blow the doors off of Arizona. Oh, <laughs> they're going to put the mustard on their bread, Jake. That's right. Listen, I'm just I'm reading up on them right now. They have a stacked wide receiver group, and they have a really good running back who averages 7.2 yards per carry. Who's their quarterback? Uh, running back, not quarterback. Their running back is 7.2 yards per carry. Their QB is going to be um, Gunnar Cruz, who spent last season at Washington State. Ted Cruz's um, brother. Yeah, that is Ted Cruz's dad. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know how he's eligible to play. But he is. Um, I just I don't think I, attorney at law half, PLLC. <laughs> two and a half. Two and a half is just low. Cruise and cruise. That is so really low. low. Two and a half. They're, they do get a um, linebacking or a linebacker. Uh, Bowling Green transfer Jerry Roberts. Oh, so good. He left and Wisconsin. Green. And Wisconsin transfer Malik Reed. Wow. I just don't think – I mean, I think they're going to be bad. But with new coaching staff, you never know. They got a kid from Notre Dame, Isaiah Rutherford. He's a corner. Isaiah Rutherford, yeah. Rutherford. Yeah. Yeah, he's a corner. He's there now. Yeah, he never he never saw the field. So, I don't think – I think they can I think they can win three. Hey, I don't I w- think that's crazy. I will, I will give you uh, – I forgot to mention this on Colorado. Okay, so Jake's going over. He like, He's he's an Arizona Wildcat fan. We got you, Jake. I am. Um, yeah. Did you find out who their new coach was? Me? Was I supposed to be looking at that? Yeah, who's their new yeah, coach? Yeah, you're the okay. You're big fan. Hang on, hang on. Football coach. It's Jed Fish. Jed Fish. Oh wow. Jeb Bush. It's uh, <laughs> Jeb Bush. <laughs> um, let me see where he's from. Okay. Well, while Jake's doing that, uh, one guy I forgot to mention. Oh, he was the quarterbacks coach for the Patriots. Oh, and an dang. assistant offensive coordinator for the Rams. Okay. All right. Okay. We'll see how he is. Dang. Okay. Both those teams were. He likes last to run year. the ball. And yeah. his birthday is May fifth, nineteen seventy six. Cinco de Mayo. Yeah, he's a zodiac. What's I'm pretty zodiac sure that's sign? Martin's birthday, Caleb. Is it? Yeah, that's cool. I'm almost certain. Shout out, Uncle Martin. Yeah. Mine is May thirtieth. Happy birthday to me. Okay. Well, hey. Uh, one thing before we go, uh, Colorado, watch, we'll look out for linebacker Jack Lamb. He was uh, a really, really good uh, player at Notre Dame for about two years. He just kind of got buried under some guys on the depth chart. When he did play, he was really solid, great special teams player. Uh, so keep an eye on him. 
uh, word is from Colorado camp is that he is just like really impressive. Now I don't know if that's because their team is really bad. Um, I'm gonna uh, go with that. He, he is. He is <laughs> I'm looked, gonna go with their team. Just really. He bad. he has looked really good. So, um, all right, guys, that wraps up the Pac-12. Man, we we are getting close. We got we got football in two weeks. I'm down. I'm down. Well, I'm exciting. Are we doing Big Ten next? Yeah. So uh, looking at our uh, looking at our uh, our schedule here, um, we we actually have the pack or excuse me the Big Twelve coming up next. Uh, the Big Twelve will be uh, coming up next Sunday. Okay, so that's uh, a week from uh, today when this is coming out. This is August fifteenth, so that'll be um, the next uh, the next actual over under pick show. But coming up this Thursday, the nineteenth, we will sit down and have our team draft as mentioned before, um, and then. Uh, Actually, no, excuse me. Yes, we'll have the Big 12 and then the Big 10 the following week, the 22nd and the 26th. And then we'll do our week zero picks on the 26th as well. And then uh, we're into uh, we're into big boy ball. We haven't done the Big 12 yet? No. Oh. What have we done? Uh, the ACC and the Pac-12. Yeah, you're right. Yep, yep. Jake, uh, I sent everybody a schedule, but Jake hasn't ever looked at it. I don't. I don't look at it. So, <laughs> I just we know. Up. I just we know. Up. But uh, hey, uh, make sure you guys are tuning in to the Arkansas Razorback preview show as well as the Oklahoma Sooners preview show. I know we got lots of fans uh, that know us uh, that are fans of those teams. Um, if you want us to to sit down and and have a conversation about your team, um, let me know. Uh, you know how to do that on Facebook. Uh, Caleb, what do they need to do on the Apple and Spotify? Uh, go follow us on those. Like, rate, review. All right. Yes. Leave subscribe. A, leave us a comment. Subscribe and do all those things. But uh, and then check out our previous episodes as we roll uh, a little bit closer uh, to football 2020. Thanks for listening. We will see you on Thursday for our team draft. Um, all right, boys. We'll see you next time. Bye.